Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday. It is Jobs Day. It is GDP Day. Other things are coming up here today. Dave and I will talk about in just a few minutes. Before we do that, though, let's not forget and take care of some business this morning when it comes to things that you and I can really control. The one thing I know you can control is how much risk you have in your current portfolio, but you need to know what that risk is and how it truly lines up with your risk tolerance. Is there too much risk? Maybe even not enough risk? Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. FM. Good morning. Hello, Buenos Dias. I'm really glad you're here today. Appreciate you joining me. We're at 841 now, 19 before 9. This time of the morning, every morning, we always check in and see what's going on with your finances. And this is one of the big days as far as the government data dump is concerned. Gross domestic product, unemployment claims, and all the rest are out. Let's uh, talk them over with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who's on the phone with us this morning. Philip, how you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, Dave. You're right. This is the big day. We got a lot of, lot of numbers coming out, and not just on the economic front, but also earnings, man. We had some airlines report and uh, some tech report, so a, a big day across the board. Absolutely. Yeah, my list of earnings reports is like as long as your arms. So let's let's get right to it. The big number for the day is gross domestic product for last quarter, and we expected it to be revised down to 2.6%. Uh, oops, 2.9%. The economy is still doing perfectly fine by all objective measures. Then we add on the unemployment picture and the number of first-time unemployment claims. Last week, it was like 190, 195,000, which you and I both reacted to when we saw it as being, boy, that's abnormally low, darn near boom times. Well, guess what? Went down this week again. Only, only 186,000 first-time jobless claims and uh, that, that, that is the picture of an overheated employment economy. Now, now you add on durable goods orders like doubling the expectations and uh, recession. What recession, right? Well, that's what it looks like. But let's, let's talk about jobs for just a minute. Let's remember yeah. that we've heard all these talk about layoffs and layoffs. Now, let's remember that those folks have a little while before they really get to apply for unemployment because, because they're still getting paid. Right. There's a severance package. And so they're getting paid for a couple months anyway. So there's a little lag time between what we see reported as layoffs and when they start to hit first time um, initial job claims numbers. So so I think absolutely. That's a little disconnect there. Yeah, you and I have been writing folks for eons that the big bloodletting as far as the cuts are concerned is out in the tech industry. They tend toward being more concentrated out in California. And the law there says that the minimum you can do when you do a reduction in force is two months worth of severance. And uh, it was a little news item back a few months ago when uh, Musk te- cut back his uh, Tesla empire, his, uh, his Twitter employee stock. Uh, he gave him three months. So we're looking at you know, a long time delay. And that gives a lot of time to be able to find another job, even if it isn't what you necessarily want. It, it does. And, and so, so that's, that's the issue there. But that, that is increasingly, I mean, that's just so low. It's, it's not even funny. It's like, okay, where, where are the people? Um, you know, that's just, um, I don't know, how do you explain that, right? 
It's absolutely strange. And the gross domestic product, yes, it was a revision downward, but still 2.9%, about 3% annual rate. That's about the normal functioning of the economy. I mean, no, it's not boom times like those 5% recoveries and 7% recoveries we were seeing coming out of the COVID pandemic. But still, if we could maintain 3% gross domestic product growth on a consistent basis, I can't think of an economist that would be complaining, could you? Oh, no, absolutely not. I mean, you know, typically two and a half percent and we're ecstatic. Yeah, so, I mean, everything's coming up roses, and I kind of glossed over it, but uh, it needs to be brought up, too. A durable goods orders came out this morning. That's the stuff that lasts being ordered by American business. Uh, they expected a 2.5% increase in durable goods orders. It goes up by 5.6%. First thing I said to you when you picked up the phone this morning before we went on the air was, well, I guess we can kind of write off that quarter percent rate increase next week, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm now actually going up a little bit, and, and I, it would not surprise me. I, I would hate to see it, but it would not surprise me to see even a three quarters of another three quarters of a percent increase. I, you know, I, I think it's probably, I'd, I'd be a little bit more conservative with the reaction to that, but I think uh, half a percent is easily on the table right now, even with the new doves that are on the, uh, that are on the open market committee. I mean, it's really hard to say that, well, it's painfully obvious we haven't slowed down the economy one tiny little bit so far anyway, and uh, as you and I have been preachifying, we don't know what the impact of all of those three-quarter percent increases have been, but it's painfully obvious right now the economy is not slowing down in the least, at the very least. At least not the fourth quarter last year, right? Absolutely. Talking about earnings season, I said we got a whole pile of stuff on the agenda this morning, and I know you've got a boatload of household names that reported their earnings for the last quarter. For the last quarter. Got any good news for us to start it out, or are we still in that checkerboard we've been having? No, we, we've got some, um, some good news um, when we look at it. We've got Comcast reported. And, uh, and and Comcast for their fourth quarter, they beat expectations across the board. Uh, they, they beat by uh, about I don't know five cents a share. Came in at eighty two cents uh, compared to seventy seven expected. Revenue was slightly above expectations as well. Um, so so good news for Comcast, uh, and they're trading up today about one point six percent. So um, some some good news for them. The other one that's some good news, and you know, we talk about them a lot, is Tesla. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tesla had a really good quarter. They beat by 10 cents a share, came in at a dollar 19. Uh, revenue beat expectations as well. You know, I read an article the other day that you know, one of the things that Tesla is considering doing is dropping the price on some of their EVs and uh, to uh, actually spur some competition, which would cause other automakers to do the same thing. Um, so you know, he said that they may be able to produce two million cars this year. Um, wow, so, he kind of got yeah. raked, he kind of got raked over the coals when they announced the price decrease a few weeks ago on a couple of the models. But you know, hey, you you drop the price, you put pressure on other brands, and you sell a few more. I can't see anything wrong with that if you're maintaining decent margins. Exactly, as long as you're you know, as long as you're keeping some margins there. But man, Tesla's getting a nice bump today, eight point six percent increase this morning. Um, before it gets going yeah nice nice little bump from them um and and so then um well let's we might as well get to some of the not so good news right Um, i'm waiting i mean it's a a mixed bag but but this one we all expect southwest reporting 
Uh-oh. Jeez, uh, I seem to remember something about them in the news. I can't remember, right? Yeah, I can't remember, yeah. right? Um, so they were expected to lose money no matter what. They're expected to lose about three cents a share. They lost 38 cents a share. That was $220 million um, they lost in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, most airlines make money in the fourth quarter because everybody's traveling, right? No, not them. Uh, they're the, they're the debacle. They tried, they tried to travel. Yeah, yeah. The, the debacle really hurt. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Southwest, I mean, they are coming back out of the hole a little bit. They're still down 3% this morning um, before the market opens up today. And uh, follow that up with uh, a contrasting situation. We have um, American Airlines and American Airlines actually beat by about three cents a share. Um, they made a profit and uh, and obviously they've been at, they got their higher fares. They didn't have some of the debacles everybody else did. Uh, they're trading up about one and a half percent this morning. If we look at uh, some tech shares, we've got IBM reported. And uh, they actually had a, a pretty good quarter, um, but, but they made an announcement yesterday that they're going to cut 3,900 jobs. Um, and so that, um, that, was, that didn't go over real well, I guess, um, as we get going this morning. And so they're, uh, they're, they're trading down about 2.3%. And then I've got that doesn't two. sound like that big a layoff to me. I'm surprised that would no. be an intra, you know, that would be an entree to a big stock decrease. Yeah, I'm sure there's something else in the in the in the report that's not showing yeah. up on my little tip sheet that's causing some of that to go that way as well. Um, and then we had, um, let me see here. Oh, we had Las Vegas Sands reported, and uh, they had weaker than expected financial results uh, for the quarter, but. They're doing well this morning because they, they, they're talking about finally reopening the, the Macau uh, region uh, over in China, which is a big deal for these uh, gambling um, casino companies. Uh, so they're trading up today 3.6%. And the last one I will leave you with is Levi Strauss. Um, Levi's came in and uh, had a good quarter, better than expected across the board. Um, and so they, uh, they're, they're doing well this morning up. They're probably my big winner right now, up almost, uh, 7.4% this morning. Wow. I got a lot of really wild swings in my pre-market trading. I'm going to throw you a curveball just because it's so big. I got to ask, uh, did you see a report on Sherwin Williams? I did not. I don't know why, but I'm showing them down almost 12% in pre-market trading, and I figured that had to indicate something. And as you were talking, I was scanning through my news ticker, and I didn't see any major news on them. I was wondering if there was something that had happened. They're, they're the top of my big loser list this morning. I thought they might have been one of your top-line numbers. No, I'm going I'm, I'm fish on my the, stuff real quick. I don't see anything either on my board. That was just, it caught my eye, so I figured it might be worth throwing the curveball, <laughs> resetting the table again for the morning. Uh, yesterday was a modest day in both directions. Dow ended up, after a couple of computer glitches during the day, ended up up by $10. Uh, the S&P ended up down by only $0.73, cents and NASDAQ only lost 21 So it was kind of a quiet day yesterday in terms of net-net. During the day, it was kind of interesting. But, I was going to say, uh, they, it was a roller coaster during the day. Uh, yeah. Dave, it was, uh, I saw the Dow down as much as almost 400 points. 
Yeah, I was going to say, it, 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 during the day, it was real interesting. I mean, I saw a big dip and then a big increase during the day, but uh, the net net at the end of the day, it was flat. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, I, I would expect us to be in that good news equals bad news scenario. But like we were saying the other day, during earnings season, good news on the economy actually seems to be making investors happy today, huh? It does. So we've got some green ink across the board. You know, we got the Dow up about uh, almost a quarter of a percent. Uh, we've got the S&P 500 up a little over a half a percent. The big winner right now is the NASDAQ 100 up a little over one percent. So so good news there across the board. We look over the other side of the coin. We got silver making a big pop uh, yesterday and today up eight tenths this, this morning, back over twenty four dollars to twenty four dollars and 13 cents an ounce right now. Gold is down slightly, a little over a tenth of a percent. Crude oil making a big jump this morning, up 1.8% to $81.64, which is a little bit more than where it was yesterday. Yeah, but not uh, at least not skyrocketing toward 100 anymore anyway. Overseas markets were looking at a mixed bag in Asia. Japan was off a little bit at the close this morning. Hong Kong was up by almost 2.5%. I'm wondering if that was some of those gambling stocks driving that up. European markets are looking at our futures and going, eh, all right, they're up between a quarter and a half a percent halfway through their day. Getting a plan to make retirement something you always planned on is kind of vital, and it gets more so the closer you get to retirement age. How do I find you to get that plan, Philip? Give us a call at 382-0037. Listen, folks, risk is important, and you need to know how much you have because sometimes you're, you're right where you need to be. Sometimes you don't have enough. Sometimes you have too much, but you need to know what that number is. Give us a call, 382-0037, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And you and Doug together tomorrow morning here at the same time on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. I'll wish you a good weekend, and you'll talk to Doug tomorrow. Fair enough? All right, fair enough, buddy. You have a great day, and uh, keep them straight down the fairway tomorrow. That, for me, it would take a miracle, but I appreciate the kind <laughs> wish. <laughs> Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.